0: In summary, I think the best way to say it is get in the passenger seat. In 2024, you will live your best life if you stop driving the car. What's going on, guys? Welcome back to Questions with Caden. Welcome to the first solo episode of 2024, season three. Um, I'm excited to get to sit down. We get to kind of chop it up today, talk about some really exciting things. Today, we're talking all about tips for the best year of your life. I'm really believing God's doing something special in our generation right now. And I think in 2024, God's doing something fresh in every single person's life. And I think that today we're gonna to talk about some tips on what I think you can do to have the most successful, fulfilling year you've ever had in your life. And um, I'm not just today going to talk to you like a motivational speaker. I'm going to give you scripture and encourage you in some ways that I believe that you can implement some things that will begin to transform your life so that you can live your best life in 2024. I truly believe that. But before we do that, we got to talk through all of the housekeeping things. I'll make it quick, I promise, so do not leave if you're listening or watching. Number one, biggest thing, newest thing here at Questions with Caden is we now have a Patreon. So if you would like to um, get access to another episode a month, an exclusive episode a month where you get to ask me questions and I'll sit down and answer those questions. Um, If you want to get access to the full YouTube video, the entire one, because if you're watching on YouTube right now, it's going to stop at some point and uh, you'll have to listen to the rest of it on Spotify or iTunes. But if you want to keep watching it, you got to subscribe uh, to the Patreon family. You get access to every single person in the community to make friends. Um, you also get access to me in the community. We'll get to chop it up live. Um, there's discounts on merchandise, discounts on live events that should be coming soon, um, and some other really cool things. So if you'd love to be a part of that, um, it's five ninety nine dollars a month, and what that five ninety nine does is um, helps pay for this help support this. And um, I believe that this podcast um, is a tool that hopefully encourages your life. And if you want to help support it, um, go ahead and consider joining the Patreon 599 a month. It's like a latte. It's like a cup of coffee. Um, And you can get a lot of other things that will benefit your life and hopefully encourage you. Second thing, as always, make sure you subscribe everywhere. Oh, also, I didn't tell you, you can go to patreon.com slash questions the Caden. That's the link. It'll be linked below. Um, but patreon.com slash questions with Caden. Make sure you subscribe everywhere that you listen. That helps us a ton, as well as share it with friends. Um, Our last episode with Miles Minnick was incredible. I will put it in the top three of my favorite QWC podcasts of all time, not just because I love them that much, but because I really believe the Lord was speaking. I was encouraged that episode, Um, and... That last one was incredible. So make sure you share it with a friend. Share this one with a friend. I really think that if you're being encouraged by something, um, it's our obligation as good friends to share it with somebody we care about, our family member, maybe a friend, maybe post about it on Instagram and do whatever misbelieve believing we can reach more people. Come on, somebody. Hey, give me a shout of praise if you're in your car or if you're in <laughs> your, your cubicle. I just imagine you guys are your cubicle like – Clapping your hands and giving God a shout of praise. Um, I'm playing, but hey, let's. That's that's kind of everything I got for you. Um, I also want to invite you to Yona Nights in Orange County, California, on January 26th. We're doing our Orange County event. Bring everybody you know. It's going to be an incredible night, and if you have some friends and family in your life that you've been contending for and believing that they would meet Jesus, they will do it that night, I guarantee you. It's the perfect place to bring them, um, to introduce them to a life of Jesus. We do a Salvation Altar call and give people an opportunity to give their life to Jesus. Um, We'll also be worshiping with Yona Music as we debut our first ever single that we're releasing, which is really exciting stuff. Um, There'll be an exclusive merch drop as well, which is less important, but still fun. Um, So I'd love to see you there. Uh, I know Courtney will be there. I know, um, the rest of the Yona team will be there. I'll be there. So if you want to come hang and you want to come say hi, come through, we'd love to see you there. All right, let's jump into this podcast. We're going to talk today about the tips for the best year of your life in 2024. And, um, these tips are practical. These tips are spiritual. And I believe that these, these tips are transformational. Um, for you to live a life in 2024 that things will begin to change. I don't know what 2023 looked like. I don't know what 2022 looked like. I have a sense of what 2020 and 2021 looked like. But I just want to encourage you that God can do something fresh in your life right now if you partner with him in 2024 for what he wants to do. Am I saying your life is going to be perfect? No. No. Am I saying your life is going to go without the trials, tribulations, and the ups and downs of life? I'm not saying that. What I am saying, though, is that God has something special for you this year. Maybe it's a mindset shift. Maybe it's new relationships. Maybe it's new opportunities. Maybe it's fulfillment in your soul. Maybe it's peace, and maybe it's healing. But whatever it is, I'm believing that these tips today are going to help you uh, step into those things that God has for you this year. Um, Before we do that, let's pray, and then uh, let's just jump right into this bad boy. How's that sound? I think it sounds good. All right, Lord, we love you. I love you. I just thank you so much for this podcast. I genuinely thank you for every single listener that is listening today. God, I just pray a blessing over their life. I pray a blessing over their 2024, God. I pray that you would go before them, that you would determine their steps, God, that you would set their path, Lord. I pray that you would encourage their soul, God. It's only the third week of 2024. And God, I pray that you would encourage them. If they're discouraged right now, early in the year, would you bring encouragement to their soul, God? If they're downcast, would you lift them up, Jesus? So today we just ask, would you speak? Would you inform? Would you teach? Um, And would we encounter your presence today as we just sit here and listen to a podcast? Let us have fun. We love you. Everybody said, say it with me. Please say it with me. Amen. I'm believing you said it. I don't know if you actually did, but I'm hoping you did. I'm hoping you said it because that would be awkward if only I said it. All right. Tip number one for the best year of your life. I'm going to do it like this. I'm just literally going to break it down. Tip one, tip two, and tip three. Number one, the bet, the the number one tip is going to be set goals. Wow. Can't believe Cade just cracked the code. Set goals. Yeah, but let's do it a little different everybody says set goals the world will tell you fitness gurus um lifestyle gurus will all tell you make sure you're setting goals agreed but let's set goals the way that believers are supposed to set goals and let's talk about a little bit about that jeremiah twenty nine eleven says for i know the plans i have for you declares the lord plans to prosper you and not to harm you plans to give you a hope and a future I think the first step for us in order as Christians to set goals is we have to believe that. I think we have to believe that God has something incredible in store for your life. Scripture says that God wants to do the exceeding and the abundantly more in your life. And I think the first step for us when we set goals is we have to believe that. We have to believe in the goodness of God. We have to believe in the goodness of our Father. We have to believe that he actually does truthfully want to bless us, that he does have good things in store. And so I think the the first thing that we have to do is we have to trust that he has plans to prosper, not to harm, and to give you a hope and a future. That means that even in this year, as we walk through hard things, which some of you may have started this year walking through hard things, or you started this year still walking through the hard things you ended 2023 walking through. I don't know if that's a death in the family. I don't know if that's heartbreak. I don't know if that's depression. I don't know if that's anxiety. I don't know if that's some sort of um, confusion in your life you need clarity on. I don't know what it is. I don't know if you got fired, and need a new job, if things are not going well in your life. I don't know what it is, but I know that God has plans to prosper you and not to harm you. So even the things in your life that are happening right now that you feel like may be harmful towards you, I need you to trust God that he is using those things to grow you, to strengthen you, and to lead you into the next in your life. So if in order for us to set goals, we have to believe that, number one, then we have to determine God's desires for our life. The last thing that I want us to do as Christians ever is to set a goal that God did not design. Why? Because if we, if, if we decide that we are setting goals and setting our sights on things that God hasn't called us to or placed in our life, we're setting ourselves up for either one, failure, or two, we're setting ourselves up to walk out of the will of God on our lives. So the number one thing you have to do when you set goals is you need to seek the heart of Jesus. Scripture says that God wants to fulfill the desires of your heart, But I always say that if you are intimate with the Lord, if you seek a deep relationship with him, if you let him transform you, then actually your heart's desires have now transformed into his. So what you need to do is we have to first determine God's desires for your life. And then we have to determine, once we determine what those are, through fasting, Maybe you need to start this year on a fast. I started with my church. We're doing 21 days of prayer and fasting, and I'm fasting for 21 days to start my year to gain clarity, to make my flesh submit to, to the Spirit, um, and to start off the year on the right foot, declaring that this year God will get my first. And um, I started fasting. So maybe this year you need to fast in order to determine God's plans for your life. Or maybe you need to seek him earnestly to find out his desires for your life. Maybe you need to sit down and talk to a trusted pastor or trusted mentor and say, what do you see on my life? Maybe you need to do a word study or a a devotional or a Bible study on on Acts or Luke or John and, and see what God pulls out of the scriptures to show you. What you gotta do first is you have to seek the Lord. I always end 2020 or... I guess I ended 2023, but I always end the year praying for the beginning of the next year. And I always ask God for uh, a word, for a theme, for a saying, for some scripture to help me really point my life. And this year, God gave me a a word that I'm not going to share because it's really, it's not for everybody, but God gave me a word to encourage me in this next season that is to come, as well as gave me some scripture to help up lift that word and for me to stand on it Um, and I believe God wants to do the same for you and he wants to do the same with your desires and the same with your calling and the same with the opportunities and the things he wants to do as you set your goals you must search him to figure out what he desires for your life trust me if God doesn't give it you do not want it I had to learn that the hard way well, let me tell you, you want what God wants for your life because what God wants for your life is the best thing for your life. After you, set your, after you determine what your desires are for you, I think it's appropriate now to then look at your life. Determine is, is how you're living, producing fruit that will achieve those desires that God has set before you. So maybe God has called you this year to get healthy. I believe that that's a firm calling. I think maybe God has called you this year to lose weight to start to care about your, your body, what, what hosts the presence of God, to care about what you eat, to care about how you sleep, to care about what you drink, to care about your mental health, to care about your relational health, to care about your spiritual health. Maybe this year God has called you to be healthy. So you need to look at your life and determine is the way that you're living allowing you to achieve this goal that God has set before you. So you look at your life. What am I eating? Who am I hanging out with? What am I drinking? Am I working out? Do I spend time in the word? Do I prioritize my faith? Do I care about uh, how much time I spend with God? Am I in church? Do I have good community? You have to take a look at your life now after you set the goal. You have to determine the area that needs improvement. And right now I'm just hounding on, on health for some reason, but maybe as someone who's listening to this podcast. They need, they need to get their health in order. And that's a word, but... Also, maybe there's other areas in your life. Maybe God's calling you to get your finances in order. Maybe you got to start tithing. Maybe you got to start budgeting. Maybe you got to stop spending. Maybe you got to start saving. You know, I I think I can go down the gamut. Maybe God is calling you to start a business. But is your life, the foundation of your life, ready to start a business? You have to look at your life and determine, am I producing fruit that is going to help me to achieve what God has placed before me, yes or no. And a lot of time, the truth is, is when God gives you a desire and he gives you a goal, we set a goal, uh, we're probably not producing that fruit yet, which is okay, that's why it's a goal. So what you do is you determine desire for your life, for desire. you determine God's desire for your life, and then you determine the areas of your life that need improvement, and then you set your goal. For example, God says, it's time to get healthy. You look at your life and you say, I don't work out, I eat bad, I don't have good friendships, I don't spend time in the, in the Word. So here's your goal, eat healthy, working out three times a week. Maybe you up it to five after six months of success. Three, I'm going to get in a Bible study and find good community. Four, I'll spend 15 minutes at minimum with Jesus every day. There's four goals you just set for your life to help you achieve a desire that God has for your life. Maybe it's to start the business or to launch the ministry or it is to run a marathon. Whatever this goal is, this desire that God's placed, there's a way for you to backtrack and look at, okay, this is the big picture. What do I need to do in my life to allow myself to reach that goal that God has placed in my life? I think it's important that you create goals that set your vision towards Jesus, so I think when you are able to determine God's desires for your life, you've already done that. But then I think it's important that you continue to do that. I think um, there's nothing wrong with setting some some goals like, hey, I want to save $10,000 this year or something like that. You know, hey, I want to go skydiving this year or I want to travel more this year. Um, but I would encourage you that those things are awesome and those things can be added blessings to your life. But there's no fulfillment, there's no joy, and there's no purpose like setting a goal and achieving a goal that God has placed on your life that advances the kingdom or that gets, or that moves your relationship with Jesus forward or that makes you experience God more or that unlocks a spiritual gift or that allows you to begin to uh, pray and minister to people in your life. I would encourage that you first set goals that, that make you kingdom-focused before you set these, let's call them auxiliary goals in your life, that God's going, those are great. Those are fun. Those are blessings. There's a reason those exist. But then remembering why you were placed on this earth. What's the purpose of my life? Um, and how do I make sure that the goals that I'm setting, the vision that I'm carrying is um, is set on Jesus? And I think that's a that is a sure found way to allow you to experience peace, to experience um, joy, and to experience hope in 2024 that you've maybe never experienced in years before, making sure your foundationally, your goals and your life is set on Jesus. The one who, the only one, the only thing that can provide those things. Okay, number two, make sure that in 2024, to live your best life, you're being sensitive to the Spirit. For clarification, the Holy Spirit, the Spirit of God, the one who when you gave your life to Jesus came inside of you and what the Bible says lives and dwells inside of you. The Bible actually goes as far as to say that you have a resurrection power living inside of you, that you have the mind of Christ now because you've been saved, that you can hear God's voice, that you can can sense his nudging, that you can follow his footsteps because you are now the dwelling place of the Spirit of God. Your tip number two is to make sure you be sensitive to the Spirit. Galatians 5.25 says, Hi, I'm Rebecca Scott. As a servant of God, wife, and mother of four, I understand the juggle of multiple roles and stages. That's why I created the Encourager podcast to help guide us through the messy middle stage of life. Join me on the Encourager as we challenge the chaos and embrace harmony. Together, we'll create practical systems to balance your roles and fulfill priorities. And we will do it while having joy and energy for both home and work life. Tune in for inspiring stories and interviews, actionable tips and methods to do both home and work life. Because here, we believe you can do all things, just not all at once. If we live by the Spirit, let us also keep in step with the Spirit. Keep in step with the Spirit. If we live by the Spirit, keep in step with the Spirit. What does that mean? It means we go where the Spirit goes. We move how the Spirit moves. We step where the Spirit steps. If he says we're jogging, we're jogging. If he says we're running, we're running. If we think we're going one way, but he calls us another, we're willing to pivot. I think it's important that in step one, we set our goals, but I think it's also really important that we do not become rigid as Jesus followers. The moment as Jesus followers that we become rigid and we forfeit our flexibility in the spirit meaning we stop letting god determine our steps we stop keeping in step with the spirit is the moment we miss out on a large portion of what we're supposed to do as believers because when you keep in step with the spirit you're able to go to target because you need to go grocery shopping and you're able to take a moment when the spirit nudges you to pray for somebody or you're able to um be, be with friends and you're able to still be listening to the spirit. You're able to chase goals, but still be sensitive to the spirit. The other day, a couple of friends, uh, of mine, we went to Disneyland and, um, we were at Disneyland and long story how we ended up getting there. Praise God. We did not pay. I'll be honest. I don't know if I'm going to, if I'd pay for Disneyland, love you, Disney, but I don't know. I don't think it's expensive. Not really my thing, but we went. A couple of my buddies, were able to get in. Shout out uh, one of our friends who works there, and uh, we went to Disneyland, and we only had like three hours. We got to the park late, and so we're kind of moving. We're kind of in a hurry. One of my best friends, Jace, he goes, hey, dude, we got to get a cinnamon roll. So we, we we go to get a cinnamon roll, and Jace is like, no, but we could only go to this one spot in the park. It has the best cinnamon rolls. It's the only, or, or the churros. We had to get churro, not cinnamon roll. We got to get a churro. But we can only go to this one place. Uh, It's got the best churros in the park, uh, and and we have to go. So we pass like five churro stands, and we end up at this churro place with the longest line. We're standing in line. We're kind of in a hurry, like I told you. We want to get over to get to some rides. We don't have much time, and we've waited in line this whole time. We get up to the front, and we start talking to the lady um, who's giving us churros. And I feel a nudge in my spirit. And I hear the voice of the Holy Spirit say, we need to witness and pray for this girl. So as we're talking to her, she mentions, I'm just having a bad day. So I begin to talk to her about what was going on in her day, me, Jason, a couple of our other friends. And we were talking to her and figuring out kind of what was going on in her day. And I just, I just asked her, I go, Hey, can I pray for you by chance? And she looked at me with welling tears in her eyes. And I said, do you, do you believe in Jesus at all? And she said, I do. And I said, hey, I just feel like we're here for a purpose and we need to pray for you and just, and just encourage you. We were able to pray for her, encourage her, and we invited her to Yona. Now, I don't tell you this story to make you think I'm, the, I'm so much cooler than you. That is how you stay sensitive to the spirit and you keep in step with the spirit. If you're out of step with the spirit, you go to Disneyland, you get a churro, and you go straight to a ride without, without, even referencing what the Holy Spirit could have for you at Disneyland that day to impact somebody's life for eternity. That took us five extra minutes. I believe that maybe somebody's life is worth five extra minutes. I think souls are worth five extra minutes. So I just want to encourage you as we set goals, I think tips for living your best life in 2024, the the second tip is going to be make sure you're sensitive to the spirit because God has things he wants to do through you that are actually going going to fulfill you. Let me say it again. God has things he wants to do through you that are actually going to fulfill you. And chasing those dreams and those, those desires God has placed before you, it's gonna fulfill you. Yes, it will. But you know what also fulfills you? When you're able to share the gospel with somebody. When you're able to, he, when you're able to sit and listen and talk to somebody. When you're able to have an encounter with the Holy Spirit somewhere special, or you're, you're just sensitive to the Spirit when you're able to catch a revelation while you're running on the treadmill. When you're sensitive to the Spirit and you keep in step with the Spirit, He fulfills you in ways that you never can on your own. And part of living your best life in 2024 is living a fulfilled life, is living a purposeful life, is living a life that you can have joy at all times, you can have hope at all times, that you have freedom from sin, you have freedom from bondage, you have freedom from depression, you have freedom from your past, you have freedom from a bad family you grew up in, you have freedom from a heartbreak, you have freedom and you have fullness. Your life lacks nothing. That revelation is gonna help you to live a life in 2024 that can equal your most fulfilled best life. In summary, I think the best way to say it is get in the passenger seat. In 2024, you will live your best life if you stop driving the car. And I know that that's a very interesting thing to say. And I know that it's, it's a very countercultural thing to say. Culture goes get in the front seat. Press the gas as hard as you can. Drive as far as you can and as fast as you can. Alone, stop for nobody and grind as much as you can. But scripture says, wait on me and I will provide. Scripture says, do not rush, trust. Scripture says, I've already given you enough. Scripture says, I have a plan to prosper you, not to harm you, a hope for your future. It's coming, trust me. Scripture says, hey, take a seat, take a nap, dwell in the house of the Lord, trust in God, have peace, have hope, lean back in your seat and let Jesus do the driving. Tip number three. Tip number three is the big tip, is the massive tip, is the tip that unlocks all the others. Tip number three is now go and take them steps. Proverbs 16, 9 says, We can make our plans, but the Lord determines our steps. We can make our plans, but the Lord will determine our steps. What does that mean? It means that this is a promise. It's reassurance. This is peace. This is saying, child, plan, prayer, plan, pray, prep seek, desire, search, knock. But when it comes to it, I've got you. When it comes to it, Jesus says, I've got you. You can plan, you can prep, you can pray, you can plead. But when it comes to it, child, I will catch your steps. I will clear the path. I will protect you, I will go before you, and I will determine what happens when you step. Here's the key, though. Here's the key to to, to walking in this Proverbs 16, 9 assurance. Here's the key. Determine your steps, meaning you must take a step. It does not say, I will determine your stillness. It does not say, I will determine you stuck at a stop sign. It says, I will determine other scriptures and other translations say, I will establish the steps that you take. Tip one is set goals that are based off God's desires for your life. Step two is be sensitive to the spirit and stay in stride, stay in step with him. And step three is now take a step. God cannot do anything with your life in 2024 if you're stagnant. God cannot redirect a ship that's not moving. There's power in you taking steps of faith and him saying, listen, I will determine them and I will establish them. I'm a strong believer that you're actually not powerful enough to fully go off the course that God has for you once you're submitted to the Lord he will course correct. Romans 8, 28. For he turns all things good for those that love him. God will determine your steps, but in 2024, you have to take steps. And this is for the business starter. This is for the future entrepreneur. This is for the future family man, the future wife, the future mother. This is for the future anything. You have to take steps. You will go nowhere if you don't take a step. The thing I love about Jesus is that Jesus will wait on your step and he will determine it once you take it, but he will not force you to take it. You must allow the Holy Spirit to give you the courage and the strength to take a step. It's time, I think, in 2024 to experience miracles that requires a step. In the story of, of Jesus in the gospels, he, the, the first ever miracle he does is he turns water into wine. And it's a really cool story. Um, I, if we had time, I'd read the whole thing, but let me give you a brief synopsis of it. Essentially, Jesus is at the, a wedding with his disciples and his mother comes to him and says, listen, the wedding is all out of wine. And when they run out of wine, they're gonna embarrass the family of the bride and the groom. This is all bad. Jesus, can you do something? So after a little bit of fighting back and forth, Jesus really doesn't wanna do it. He then says, okay, fine, I'll do it. And he looks at the servants that are around him and he says, servants, go and get me those Pots and fill them with water. And then when they they get the pot and they fill it with water, then they bring it to Jesus and Jesus turns it into wine. If the servants don't get the pot and the servants don't get the water, Jesus can't turn it into wine. If you won't take a step and if you won't have some faith, God can't do the miracles in your life that you're believing to happen in 2024 because he's still waiting on you to take the step. Jesus isn't going to go get your pots and your water for you. That's why he gave you two feet. It's why he gave you gifts. It's why he's given you the Holy Spirit as your helper, as your advocate, as your strength, as your provider. He says, I've given you all you need. Just take a step. You're going to experience the best year of your life when you start to walk in faith. Now, I didn't even do this on purpose, but there's a theme happening throughout this this podcast, and it's called Steps. And in, in the in the second our second point is this is Galatians 5:25 says let us keep in step with the Spirit. And Proverbs 16, 9 says, the Lord determines our steps. So you know what this tells me? It tells me when you live a Spirit-led life, it gives you the ability and the strength to take steps and have confidence that your steps are actually the steps of the Holy Spirit. And when you take the steps of the Holy Spirit, God has determined them, he has anointed them, and he has set his hand on them, and nothing can prevail against them. Let me encourage you, take a step and see what God does with it. 2024 can only be the best year of your life when you partner with Jesus. That's the, that is this podcast in one sentence because God has created us to live in partnership with him and even experience um, everything that he has for us in our lives in partnership together with him. We have a part to play and that part is to be submitted to the Holy Spirit, submitted to Jesus and willing to take some steps. I'm really believing that this year is gonna be powerful for you guys if you can catch this revelation. And I know that it can be scary to take steps. I've taken steps in my life that I thought I was gonna fall over and tumble in front of everybody and look like a fool. But Jesus does something so special with your faith when you just take a step. If you need courage, ask Jesus for it. If you need peace, ask Jesus for it. And he'll give you that so that you can take the step. That's all I got for you guys. Hey, make sure that if this podcast encouraged you, that uh, you share it with a friend. Make sure that uh, if you want more episodes or you have some questions you want to ask me, subscribe to the Patreon, five nine nine dollars a month. It's really cheap. We made it really cheap on purpose because we wanted more people to have access to it. It's just kind of how we, we roll over here. It's never about money for us. Um, and... uh and, and make sure you sub, you subscribe everywhere. I love you guys. Let me just leave you with a prayer, and uh, we'll catch you next week for a really fun episode that I'm so excited about. And we'll see you at Yona Nights on January 26th. Let me pray over you, and uh, we'll see you in the next one. Lord, I just thank you so much for this listener right now, God. I just want to pray for the one, the one listener right now, whether they're in their car, they're in their classroom, God, whether they're in their cubicle, God, whether they're in their office, whether they're at home, they're watching on YouTube or they're listening um, to audio, God. I just pray God a blessing over the 2024, Lord. I pray that you would give. Them And outline the desires that you have for their life, Jesus. I pray that you would, Holy Spirit, would you just fall on them afresh? Would they be able to walk in the Spirit in a new way, Lord, hearing the nudge and hearing your voice, God? I also pray, Lord, would you give them the courage, the strength to take steps? Could even be a baby step, Lord. But you do something so beautiful with our faithful steps, God. And so I just pray, Jesus, would you just give every single listener the strength to take a step today? whether that step is to uh, start the website of the business or that step is to forgive a friend or maybe that step is to call their mom or forgive their dad. Maybe the step is to begin to eat healthy, begin to work out. God, maybe the step is to get in the word more consistently. God, whatever the step is, Lord, I just pray, Holy Spirit, would you give them the strength to do so? I love you, Jesus. And everybody said, amen. Hey, we'll catch you in the next one. Fun episode next week. Love you guys.